Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandy Man that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. It's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy. Pandora, Amazon, Apple, you name it, you can find him there. He's got a great set on that collection of comedy. So listen to my album Dandy Man with Radland Records and Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. Thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I am not. That's Luke Schwartz. And welcome to our 150th episode of the program. We made it here. Tooth and nail, we made it. <laughs> uh, cue the fireworks. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's been a... Um, it's been a uh, long and varied road for us you know mm-hmm. we started the show as a live show it sucked the whole time but you guys have been here with, with <laughs> us thanks for that clearly we think highly of ourselves and mm-hmm. uh it's been you know we started the show as a live show and then we decided to add the podcast element and because mm-hmm. of the pandemic we've been doing the podcast exclusively mm-hmm. and uh i got three say, years of this podcast pretty much yeah uh i gotta say it's been fun you know uh, what do we call the 150 the uh in years, we would call it the sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial. Yeah, that's what happened when California turned that old, right? Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that from like license plates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's we've had a lot of different types of guests. Um, a lot of them are our friends and our peers in comedy. But we've had yeah. A- you want to? Uh, wow. Who are some of our? We should have looked that up before. Who are our favorite uh, guests that we've had on the podcast? I really, uh, I always remember the Kevin Christie episode. The Kevin Christie one was great. Um, I felt felt that one was just you know really smooth. I mean, some of the recent ones have been fun as well. I mean, our last episode ju- with Justin Martindale was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. That's a good get. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we also we've had some. We've definitely had some repeat people on the show. We've had you know, Kasim three times. Yeah, and on this episode we have uh, Keith, Keith Johnson for the yeah. third time. And we've had also other people as repeats like Caleb Sinan and uh, yeah. Jenny Zagrino, Jesus Trejo, Dave Ross, Dave Ross, Mike Glazer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at that. I, we also got Daniel Van Kirk one episode. That was a fun mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, you like it. You're you actually think you're like a fan of his, right? I, I am. I, I I like Dan a lot. I liked his uh, his podcast work, and it was uh, nice to get to know him a little better. And that's a great part about this you know podcasts we've gotten to get to know our friends and people who are a lot of people who are on you know that that crest of notoriety mm-hmm. in the entertainment world and we've gotten to talk to some producers and people oh, who wow do, who we direct our live write. episodes god mm-hmm. i forgot you produced those two that's great we yeah have some, we, we have some old cl- tom rhodes and marlena rodriguez that's a good episode that was a fun episode. We had, we had Dana Gould on an episode. We had uh, wow, yeah. Creature Lawson. 
I forgot he showed up. Who? Preacher? D- uh, Dana. No, Dana made it, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was an episode with Owen Smith. Yeah, we had Owen Smith as well. We've had yeah. Steve Simone on a couple times. Mm-hmm. And it's we've had uh, some really uh, excellent guests. So if you haven't listened wow, to those Eric episodes... Wow, Eric Griffin and Jackie Cation live. Yeah, that was a fun one. If you, have, if you haven't listened to any of those back episodes, go check them out. Mm. They're in the feed. Um, you know, There's got to be some good ones, man. There are good ones. I, 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 pro- I promise you there are. So go check them out. There's a lot. You know, <laughs> Apple goes back a certain number of episodes. But if you go back to our Libsyn feed, uh, you can find them there as well. Um, at, uh, we'll put a link in the, um, in the show notes. I can go back. Oh, I can only go back to fifty-one. Wow. Yeah. So you can, but I'll put a link in the show notes for this episode where you can find our Libsyn feed if you want to go back to even earlier episodes. You know, our first episode was with uh, our friend Devin Costa. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn. We've come along, not that far. We haven't come that far (laughs) at all. Well, you know, in you know, compared to some podcasts, you could argue that we're still, you know, we're still getting going with ours. You know. Mm -hmm. We we yeah. we know we we like to do and we know what we like to talk about and that's and that's Devin's great. a funny guy. Yeah, Devin is Check funny. Check out his sketches and his comedy. Yeah, his videos on Twitter are fantastic and really get me get me going. Especially even when it's stuff I don't know they get about. Get going. It's they all. They, it's all like dark but nonsensical in a fun way. Yeah. And I th- and I think that's really he's really captured elements of feelings I've had during the pandemic for sure. He makes nonsense feel unsafe, <laughs> and like makes me feel uneasy. Like they're these two guys, they're not saying anything, but I feel like I'm threatened somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we've had a lot of really fun guests, and you should check out their work as well as uh, those mm-hmm. back episodes. And I encourage you to do so. You know, we got plenty of time to listen to stuff during this pandemic. Uh, what better way than to uh, you know go down memory lane? So uh, if you like this nostalgia, episode, if you like this episode or any back episode, um, I recommend you follow us on the social medias to mm-hmm. find out when our next episodes are being dropped. We and drop to them help every us. Wednesday. Yeah, get and let, to help us. It lets us know that you like it, and if you do, uh, you can always send us a message at mm-hmm. the L Eight Night Show. The Late, the late Night, Night show. show. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're also at the L Eight Night Show at gmail.com if yes. you want to hit us up uh with an email message and uh you can also follow us uh i'm at Stuart b thompson on all the mm-hmm. socials uh, my website Stuart thompson comedy.com wow so you can find me there mm-hmm. um luke's out there yes my album candy lad you can <laughs> buy it <laughs> I'm, i think i'm just gonna take all your stuff that i do jokes for you and say they're mine okay yeah you're gonna <laughs> it's a mix mm-hmm. between like uh the newer version of the italian job where edward norton just copies all the things that the people want from it's the exactly that yes <laughs> and uh and a little bit I talented dri- I mr drive ripley a mini now and i feel like i'm in that movie quite often it's very fun I you take, drive a mini yeah i drive a mini how's that it's zippy baby it's a little it's got a zip and it's really it's a fun little car that i can park places I like you in a Mini Cooper. It it works on your boy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the you were you were Prius, you were Prius stunting for a while, and that was fine. But like, I you know, I never felt like I was stunting in a Prius. I felt like I was just it was a place to hang my hat. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Mini Cooper Luke was pretty cool, or Mini or Mini Cooper Luke is pretty cool. I I look forward to seeing that in person. 
Mm-hmm. It's a little less humble than Prius Luke. Well, you were you were never humble to begin but with. But I earned I earned it. <laughs> by junking my Prius after my catalytic converter got stolen again and you know, driving my wife's car. <laughs> yeah. You know, Anna's catalytic converter got stolen too. That's that's wild. Everyone's it's just happening. Anyway, this is a great episode. I want to give a major shout out to Guthrie who's, I think, our number one fan, and uh, Amy Hawthorne, who's, like, our number one and a half fan. Yeah. Who was on a recent episode she posted about. She's, like, the second person to post about it. I love her. Well, yeah, she's a she's a great lady, and uh, miss seeing her around in Los Angeles. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, always one of the reasons I go uh, to New York is to go hang out with Amy at the New York Comedy Club. And uh, Guthrie was, uh, you know, someone who comes out to the, the live Long-time show. Long-time supporter. Would, and always appreciate uh, seeing him in the crowd. And uh, appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. If you like it, uh, tell us about it, you know, we're all, and tell a friend. And uh, enjoy this episode with our pal, Keith Johnson. Welcome back. Uh, we've got a return uh, guest, someone we uh, enjoy having on the podcast. Many is it? Our, is it your third time? It's my third third round around the bases. Uh, it you, feels like so many more. You know that voice. It's Keith Johnson. It's very hey nice guys. to see you, man. Good to see you too. I am. Uh, it's our it's our 150th. What are your favorite things about us? Oh man, um, I like Stewart's dry and witty. Uh, commentary in life. I remember the first time I met Stuart, uh, there was a girl bombing and he was like, uh-uh. <laughs> and she was like, excuse me? And he was like, I didn't like that joke or this. And it wasn't the content. It was just like, you didn't like the structure of the joke. Yeah. And you were just like, nope. And you said it out loud at an open mic. And yeah. I that was my first impression of you. And I was like, wow, that guy's He's he's an asshole. And then Luke. <laughs> well, that's usually other people talking about me. Right. The first time. I've, had, I've had some moments. I'm going to be honest. I've had some yeah. moments in our <laughs> early careers yeah. where I've just seen something that really didn't sit with me, and I see something, say something. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Much like the New York subway, I I let people mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. I like I like Stewart's mom. She's pretty cool. She's she's like. Oh yeah, you she's met my like mom. She's like a pioneer in feminism. She she's <laughs> in at the bank. I remember that I told her this, but she came home from work from like you know I think it was Bank of America at the time. And then she baked us cookies, and then she chopped it up with us in comedy. And I was like, oh, that's 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 the trifecta right there. That's the that's goals right there, you know? Yeah. Um, and then um, Luke, I, You've I also met both met, of our parents. Yeah, I met both of your guys' parents. Um, Luke's dad gives me dap, which I which I like, um, and I like I like your brother. It's I like not both pan- of you guys. It's not too brothers. pandering. No, no, no. It's actually like my dad is the kind of guy that speaks to the waiter and whatever language the restaurant is okay. uh, serving that kind of food. He he kind of he likes to he likes to go in with the culture, whatever's around right. him. He's a chameleon. Well, he he, no, he speaks my language. He sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has a good accent, so he speak fluent a couple languages, but it's still like, look at the neck a little bit. It's a little uncomfortable. I get it. Um, but I like both of you guys' family. You guys come from good families. Uh, I like your your 
comedic commentary because both of you guys are assholes. And I like how, like... I get tagged with the asshole thing a lot, and Stuart is an asshole, too. Not yeah. in a bad way, but he is. Yeah, right. I, I just, I put up a, I put up a front that makes people think that I am an acceptable person to be around. But once you get to know me, mm-hmm. I will be an asshole <laughs> in a lot of circumstances. I'm nice now. I like it. And then uh, the last thing I like about you guys, you guys are both extremely white, but in different ways. And um, see, we represent <laughs> diversity, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, the diaspora of whiteness. I, yeah. I love it. You know, it's and, interesting. We are well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's very. I appreciate nice. that, Keith. Thank you. Um, I look for. I we haven't gotten to meet. Look, have you met Keith's family? I haven't gotten to meet your family at all, Keith. Um, I know. I I know you moved around have a lot. Not. I think no. it's because Keith's parents. Well, his dad. His dad's not ashamed of him. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> wait, is he? he no. <laughs> oh, man, but, I mean, it, it was a little at, at first, but uh, he, he's coming around. Um, <laughs> what with comedy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's I, a military guy. Yeah, he's a military guy. Okay, he's a little buttoned. The dark. nicest thing he said to me is after I got on TV, he was like, "So it's finally happening for you, huh?" And then that that was it. You know, the wow. times he that's doesn't. A, that's a big compliment. But, yeah, yeah, that was a that was a huge compliment. But he, me and him have a good relationship. He just, I, for some reason, parents don't like coming to L.A. and I don't know why. Like everyone who like all of my friends, I'm like, yo, has your parents come to L.A.? And they're like, nope, they don't like coming. So I don't know. But uh, my mom's met Jack and Garrick in them. I, okay. I think Luke, you were out of town at the time. Maybe I don't um, remember meeting her. Yeah, 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 I think you were out of town. But uh, yeah, she knows. You were about both y'all. at my engagement party. Yes, we were both uh, at. There's the other key. You and Stuart logged yeah, on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The engagement. I'm, I thought you were talking about the wedding. Were you in the? Uh, were you in the wedding, Stuart? The Zoom wedding, or did Luke? Yeah, not? he showed yeah. up. Yeah, oh, wow. I, I, Keith I sh- did not show up. Keith was invited and, and did not come. <laughs> Keith and Garrick both <laughs> did. Yeah, man. It's easy. Uh, to, it's easy to forget a big moment because it's just like any. It can feel like any other Zoom meeting. It's like, oh, right. was that a two? I had oh, a, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Have you forgiven me yet, Luke? No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! How long does it take to heal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I'm chilling on my resentment. Chilling on your healing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. on the back heel. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed your wedding. Um, Good. Stuart, I'm I will glad not you're sorry. miss yours. I will make sure that, that I'm there. If you're invited. Yeah, we'll make... We'll make we'll, Just invite me out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> and I will show up and I'll be fully That's dressed. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I look forward to people showing up to weddings and be like, oh man, I, I really... I forgot to wear pants. I'm so used to just getting this top part figured out. And these Zoom weddings... You've been to other uh, Zoom weddings, Keith? I have not. Okay. I have not. I would about. I was about to be mad if you have been. <laughs> I I will pledge to you, Luke, that I would not show up to any Zoom weddings. Yeah, out of uh, respect. You be consistent. Out of respect. Yep. You know, I might hold that to you, and if you need special dispensation, you get text me first. I will you ask know you if. I'll, yeah. And I'll I'll do something disrespectful. Like if it's a if it's a second cousin or something, I might say no. Fair if enough. Yeah, I, you don't have a sibling, but you know if you're, 
if your parents renew their vows over Zoom, maybe. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Michael Che doesn't wear, wear suit pants when he does Weekend Update, and it bothers the fuck out of me. Like, he just wears jeans and then the suit jacket with the tie. Mm. And, I, ugh, <laughs> I hate that. Do you just not like uh, suit jackets with jeans? or is Yes. It- Okay. I hate that, and I well for me, if you're gonna wear the the blazer, just dress it all the way up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld, I think he does that too a lot, where he just wears the fucking you know jean pants. I don't mind the old guy jeans and a blazer if it's like a, a not a shiny blazer and right. it's not like, it's a, like a, a shiny coat. shirt. Yeah, it's like kind of a coat, and you might have like a flannel underneath. I, I do like the casual look with the hoodie, with the sp- yeah. sports coat, and the jeep, yeah, but... That can be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, how they do it, I'm not okay with it. Ooh, well, the... you're you're a, you're a very much into style, Keith. We, I think we've I talked am. about this before, and you you have a very clear idea of like how you like to present yourself. I think for mm-hmm. a while, you were uh, you were ver- the, the king of the, the no-socks loafers look. Oh, yeah. Still no-socks, baby. Um... <laughs> I've, I've transitioned out of that, uh, even though I still is the problem with me being so fashion forward is that, you know, when once I stop something, that's when it becomes cool. And then I'm already on to the next thing and it's uncool. But if I were just to stick with the thing, Ugh, a man ahead of his own man, it's time, a gift Keith. and a curse at the same time, because I'm wow, already, it must be hard. Ugh. Be, <laughs> being the most fashionable person. Yeah. So well, I'm, see, on, I'm on socks now. You're, yeah, you're on to socks now. You've, yeah, you've, yeah. You've, you've accepted socks into your life. Mm-hmm. Socks and Crocs. That's the new style. Get <laughs> socks. on board. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I've yet to uh, indulge in Crocs. I'm. What's What do you see in Crocs that... Uh, it's it's I, and I, at some point I want to get back to us because it is our 150th episode. Okay. And we can ask Keith about <laughs> he Crocs is our guest. For I, want, now. I want to ask yeah. a couple questions. Okay, he's a, he's our third time. He's like a third time guest. Like but he, I can, got, he can kind of come at us a little bit. I got yeah. new information. Yeah. Sure, let's hear it. Your uh, croc thing. Crocs are the white man's greatest invention. I, I'll just <laughs> say that. Thought y'all fell off. Y'all came back. Crocs have been in the game for a while, but now they're starting to get cool, and I think that's the thing you guys need to stand behind. Uh, and and just they're comfortable, they're perfect pandemic shoes, and you know you could just wear them with whatever. So um, I you can I, wear them with what a suit jacket, yes. a blazer. If if I saw somebody do it, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, oh, you I say, it. what kind of pants would go with Crocs? What color? What color Crocs? What color socks? What color, what what kind of pants and uh-huh. jacket are we doing to make this work, actually? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld will go with, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. say, uh, all white Crocs. Yeah. Throwback. Some, some nice dad jeans. Mm-hmm. What kind of, what color socks under the Crocs? Because you see those. Yeah, you got to get Argyle. You got to get some, like, fancy Argyle joints. Argyle okay. under a white croc, okay? Yes, bright Those Argyles. Those are going to stain. Oh, yeah. um, and it's then gross. you got your, your dad jeans. And then you yeah. got a blue, classy blue uh, sports coat mm-hmm. with the elbow patches. Okay. And then uh, you got like a, like a, just a, a chill hoodie on. A chill hoodie. Okay, so yeah. we're, not, we're not doing dress shirt. This is a more relaxed fit. Right. 
But okay. you could With dress it up. If you're going to dress it up, wear a bow tie, call it a day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a polka dot. I, do, I would like dot. to see Crocs and a bow tie on one person. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a, but um, I think the person you described is a monster. I would, I would <laughs> yeah, leer and jeer at them well, in public. Jerry Seinfeld is a monster. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's fun to hang around, and I don't think he's a good person. Well, did you know he's rich? If you didn't know that, he'll tell you. Yes, he's uh, very rich. But, you know, I like his show. He has a good show. Right. Very in organic. between him talking about how much money he has, I do en- enjoy his entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. There's so many people who are have made a life out of, you know, being the people who've entertained us for decades in front of the camera and, you know, we know we're only beginning to know a little bit about some of those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you could and you know, it's again, you know, we get these revelations of people being monsters, you know, only now just because of social media and, you know, in some cases like <laughs> forensics that, you know, it turns out some people were uh, were awful, and now there's this there's this pressure like you got to be great both on and off camera in order for to be accepted. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you have to be a good person. You have to be saying. a good person overall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like you know, as someone who's trying to be in this business, I feel like I'm up to the task, but uh, I, that is a lot of pressure. Right, Stuart. You you almost have like a a politician's life in comedy like you're and i understand it because I, I feel like we're similar we try to keep our our personal life you know clean cut um but it is very politiciany and, and i don't mean that in a bad way like, he thinks he's going to be governor of florida yes i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be running i'm gonna pull a ronald reagan and just be like a liberal trump um when i yeah post. that's the move yeah, yeah. so you, and you'd want to you'd want to be governor of florida yeah, it might be it might be California though, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so it's either going to be Florida, California, or I'll just move Why to Hawaii. Why do you want to be governor? Why not? Oh, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Hawaii is yeah, it makes sense. Hawaii's chill as hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, California, I'll have to really like hone in for a little bit, but. Yeah. I think you might. <laughs> I, I'd have to focus up, but really, do I have yeah. to? I mean, on the way this country's headed, no, you no. know, but, uh, you know, I could do what Newsom you should. does. I could, yeah. I could do with, uh, what sports Schwarzenegger did, but this isn't, isn't, it's not about me. It's about you guys. Um, and I was going to ask, what are some skeletons that you guys have in your closet that you would like to just get out in the air right now? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Stuart. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, I love to litter. <laughs> uh, well, I would say I will say that we've booked Theo Vaughn three times, and uh, three times he did not show up to the sh- to the live show. Wow. Yeah, that's not really and a two, skeleton in your closet, Luke. That's more just like the show. That's just a memory from the show. Yeah, no, me- except, me- yeah. I, yeah, I was trying to pivot a, just a <laughs> okay, tiny just, bit from like bearing my soul. Sure. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't know if I have anything bigger than that. Like we made fun of people. We had uh, uh, yeah, I got I, no, none like skeletons. Okay, how about this? Uh, you remember Louis C.K. went on Jimmy Fallon and he was like, "I stopped you from getting a job on whatever show." He was like, "I just didn't like you." 
have you guys had any of those moments in comedy? Jimmy Fallon said that to Louis. Louis said that to Jimmy Fallon. He's like, you came in and you you auditioned and you were great and everybody loved you and I hated it. He's like, so I I put my neck on the line. He's like, if he gets hired, I'm walking. And they oh, didn't wow. hire Jimmy Fallon. And wow. they talked about it on the show and they were laughing about it. But like, that was a shitty thing Louis did. Do you guys have any versions of that? We don't have enough power. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I think if it if there were anything remotely like that, I think it would be on such a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if the I've improv ever... is sometimes thrust people upon us, and we were always like, "Yeah, sure." Sometimes <laughs> yeah. we were like, "Hell yeah," and sometimes we we're like, "Okay." Yeah. So we, it's not really. Yeah. In, okay. in the scheme of the live show, when no the, power broker moments. Yeah. In the scheme of the live show, when the improv would ask us to put people on, it was usually someone who was pretty great. Like I remember one okay. time they said, "Hey, will you let Joe Coy do five minutes?" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, I guess. Like, yeah, Joe Coy. Yeah, Tommy yeah. John. Didn't Tommy Johnigan run something on our thing? Yeah, we like, and we've had great, and we had him back on in uh on future shows mm-hmm. uh because we had so much fun talking to him and then but i think in the schemes, yeah in the scheme of like me actively i think the closest thing i've done to like actively making someone's life difficult in comedy is me being just a you know, reacting genuinely in an open mic setting like i'm okay. i'm a terrible audience and in, in la comedy you know comedians are a lot of the audience and so i would try not to sit up front because I know I'd be, it would look like I was mean mugging the performer, even though mm-hmm. I'm just taking in what they're doing. And also thinking about my set and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm Comedy's up. so funny, you know. <laughs> and I would host a mic in a very brightly lit, like, cafe slash painting studio for a couple years. You know, the Vinador Cafe. Oh, I never, I, I never went oh, yeah, to your open Luke, mic. Luke, Luke never came, and I, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. And it was nothing against you, coming. you. No, it was just like, that's fine. <laughs> It's not every uh, mic is great, but I remember uh, some people would just be like working on stuff and I'd just be kind of sitting there and sometimes people would, you know, chime in at me like, hey, you're not really feeling this. And they're like, well, of course. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> I mean, but this is why we, I got better at it where I would say, but I would turn it into a positive like, but this is why we try. Okay. And it's just not working today. And it's also just a few people in this room. So, yeah, you know, gotcha. Let's put what, it in perspective. What, what about when you guys hosted Potluck? Did you guys just be like, no, you're not getting up. I don't like you. Um, I didn't do that hmm. as much as I would say other hosts did uh, in the past. I trashed them after the set. But okay. usually if I, yeah, but usually people, I, oh, there's a lot of people. No one, I, no one that asked me, I was never like, get, get bent. I was just like. I probably won't work you in today, man. I'm sorry. I've got a lot of people ahead of you. And they'd be like, okay. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. And Luke, you hosted a lot, potluck a lot more once the the ability to get up got really restricted. Um, Correct. And yeah. When I was hosting it, it was still, I, I think it one was of, Sunday and Monday still. Well, I didn't host a lot on Sundays, but I did host a lot on Mondays. And it was a, it but was very much, a, it was very much a free for all. And I was creating a show on the fly. I know, Luke, mm-hmm. you, you hosted a little bit during that time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I remember one of the later times that I hosted was around, the, it was, like, the day that Tommy got fired from the comedy store. Nice. And people were talking about it and asking me, it was like, did you hear that Tommy got fired? It's like, I'm doing a show right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a show right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you should, I would I would have loved to talk about it on stage. I forget if I did. Yeah, there was just Damn. if I had any like reliable source to like confirm it while it was happening, it would have been interesting. But yeah, you know, it would have meant a lot of people didn't get up, and I was just like, you know, let's just it was it was the show must go on kind of moment. Yeah. Um, and you, Luke, did you work during the Tommy era? Mm-hmm. Okay, I kind of like the guy. I know he got a lot of like he gave I know, me a lot I know of gems. You, do. you yeah. say he gave you gems? Yeah, he gave me. Some uh, he, he he definitely we talked. What kind of gems did Tommy give you, Keith? Um, for whatever reason, he would come up to me and be like, "All right, watch watch this comic right here," uh, and it would be like good or bad sets, and you'd be like, "You see what he just did? He just reset the room because this joke doesn't work." And he's like, "Watch how he transitions." He's like, "Pay attention to the transition. This is a good transition right here," and he would just. He would say shit like that, and mm-hmm. he would. So stu- he so he watched comedy and saw how it worked out loud is, with me, and he like okay. Yeah, I guess and that's then, helpful. And then yeah. he'd 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 say like, okay, you see what happened with this set, and I'm like, well, he did that. He's like, okay, but he also didn't connect with the audience, and this is why he's having a hard time. So sometimes you just got to reconnect. So like he would work out comedy with me, you know, yeah. live, and it wasn't talking shit. It wasn't like weird. It was just. Uh, play by play yeah play by play and i, I kind of fucked with it and then um he did that with everyone i think i just i didn't always agree with him not okay. everyone did all the time i wasn't always i wasn't a fan okay that's fair i heard he had a bad you know he was a little and rape. he also said some dumb shit all right. the time yeah you know, but we had the florida connection so yeah yeah uh did you live in jacksonville too no, I lived in Tampa and Tampa. Tallahassee, which are both about two hours away. So Got like it. one south, one west. <laughs> yeah, you know. he told me a lot. He told me a lot about his Florida days. But he, Tommy liked me. I worked the OR all the time while he was the mm-hmm. in the cover booth, and mm-hmm. so uh, and yeah, he did say some stuff that was like probably not going to benefit did him. Did he ever long-term. use the N word with you? No, not that I remember. I feel like I would have remembered him. <laughs> Yeah, using that. <laughs> he he used the term. Uh, he, he he described a black dude, and he's like, he's got jail logic. That was that was a re- that was a term I had never heard before, and I was like, God damn, yeah, that, that is brutal, that's a thing, bro. There, yeah, there are there are so many not not okay. Yeah, <laughs> not okay with that, bro. Yeah, there's so many like heinous ideas that people can espouse. Um, that are not even they're wrapped up in innocuous terms and then they're they're you know yeah constructed to he was great at that yeah so like you know jail logic is a a, a really great one it's like jail and logic not bad words and then all of a sudden it's like whoa this has a whole right history he's, only, to he's, it. he's describing a particular type of behavior right yeah one prone to recidivism yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what Tommy was saying. Yeah. <laughs> that that's what he meant. He's yeah. using yard tactics. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, so perfect. So you guys are on 150. 150. Perfect man. case scenario. I could see you guys running a late night show. Stewart mm-hmm. behind the desk. Luke on the behind couch. the other desk. Yeah, Who, what <laughs> dueling <kind> of... <laughs> desks. I would love to have a, a desk next to yours. Same size, or would it, you know, would yours be different size? I don't care. Okay. Uh, maybe like one inch smaller. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
Yeah. Or with two personalized desks about the same size. Yeah. I one can... like one has like the sides and one is like a little more open or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'd like I, that. I would like to I mean in my wildest dreams I we would go on tour and do a podcast tour yeah. with this show and like kind of run it like our improv show. Not improv show, but the show at the improv. Yes. Yeah, we yeah we would take it around. Um, we could get we get local guests Theaters and yeah, um, comics that happen big, to big be on guests. the road. I would love to get movie stars. That's <laughs> yeah, all, all, all the movie stars that live <laughs> on the road. <laughs> I mean, we'll get we'll get a movie star. I don't know. That's I mean we're we're talking like yeah like if if someone's shooting something in Chicago and we're in Chicago, yeah, I mean For in sure. a dream scenario, yeah. it's never going to happen, yeah. especially now that the world is collapsing and like. The vaccine is not going to work against these new strains, but you don't it's think it'd va- be great. You don't think the vaccine's going to work against the like ten new strains that they found? Um, I think it's going to pro- work. I mean, I think it's going to work perfectly because everything has worked perfectly up to this point. <laughs> so why why wouldn't it work out great? Why wouldn't people vote in their own interests and like help each, their fellow citizen? I'm not I saying the, I'm not saying the vaccine won't work perfectly, but whichever one it, you, you know, we get. But I think it, it does work a little bit against these. I other think strains. these guys at Boston Dynamics are building these Terminators to come and get us, man. I don't know. I'm worried about <laughs> shit. I'm oh, always worried about man. those guys. What I, rabbit hole have you gone down since we talked last week? This is not a rabbit hole. <laughs> this is literally all just just life happening. That's fair. I saw that video of uh, them kicking the robot dog and it kind of like just like flinched or winced. And I was like, ah, oh, I feel bad for the robot dog. And I was yeah. like, oh, they're building robots. So you feel human level compassion for them. Yeah. They're going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it, is cool. Do, do none of those people who build the robots... Watch. They've seen the, all the movies. They've seen the they've movies. They've seen them. They've seen. They've them. seen the Terminator. They know what the fuck they're doing, Adam. To, to us, I'm. I'm sorry. I like that video of them dancing. Is not great. Do you yeah. think they're they're evil? Like, or, or are they just you know they're just like they're it's gonna a fall. Movie. I mean, we've written these movies. They're gonna fall into the same trap because movies predict human nature and what like we program things to be with our good intentions it'll be like peace on earth means death to all humans right but okay so like for example it's not a movie but crashing is you know supposed to be a movie about comedy but when you watch it you're like this isn't realistic this isn't what comedy there's elements that are real do you think that it's similar for crashing was basically my life you know because i was (laughs) i personally was dying up there so yeah. it was it, it was me it was me i i you know i barked in new york city and then i got divorced from my christian life and uh you stumbled onto uh sarah Silverman's couch and bill burr's mm-hmm. couch and yeah, yeah uh, i stumbled my way up i i you know i looked 35 when i was 21 mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> it's like yeah. he, it's like they knew you yes sure. surprised you didn't make a cameo watching on the myself show. on the screen <laughs> i yeah, I wonder if, I mean, I wonder if these robot designers would even make any sort of, like, fail-safe. Like, even just, like, a safe word, like a like a programming word that the robots can, can hear and interpret. And it's like, you know, like, there's a safe word for sex. You say the safe word, you stop they'll, whatever they'll, you're doing. They'll deprogram themselves into not shutting down. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll find a way around it. That's yeah. true. 
I'm just wondering if they've thought about any sort of failsafe. Because that... here's the other thing: is that human, like some evil Elon Musk billionaire, is going to make a bunch of robots, and then he's going to be in charge. That's also a thing. That's true. Oh yeah, you create robot army, and then you use it, and to... then they just rip people apart. Yeah, because they're made of metal, and they move fast. Yeah, they are fast. And the most recent Terminator, Dark Fate. Not enough people gave it credit. It was a very, very fun action movie. It was cool as hell. There was some really <laughs> cool fight scenes. <laughs> and no one talks about it. I don't yeah. think I've... Yeah, I think it just went you know, under the radar. No, it went under the radar, yeah. and it was pretty badass. Okay. A little heavy-handed with the messaging, but, like, it is a Terminator movie, so... Yeah. Wh- whatever. Yeah, right. not, not prone to subtleties. <laughs> no, no. Speaking of movies, uh, you watched Drumline recently, right, Luke? Ah. Uh, the best yes. film. <laughs> it's I, it's I tweeted this. And it's better than Jaws. That's fair. <laughs> okay, it's a better line, movie, Stuart. Yes, I have. Okay, I and liked it. I thought it was a good, very did it, good movie. Did it inspire you to join the marching band? Uh, I'm trying to remember when I saw Drumline. I'm wondering if it was before marching band or after. I think it was before, and I think it. I'm did... pretty sure it was because I was. It was playing on HBO all the time when I was in college, and I'm a little older than you. Yeah, so Are, we're all about the same age, right? About same. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, Stuart, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay, yeah. so you graduated That's from college a, when? Like 13. Uh, fall 2011. 2011. I was I would I was supposed to graduate in 2012, but I happened. Okay, to yeah, you graduated early. Okay, I was yeah. I was out in 2010. So yeah, it was about the same. Yeah, yeah, around uh-huh. the same same okay. age group. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I did Glad join. We nailed a, that down. I did join a marching band in college, so maybe there was something to drumline. I I wasn't yeah. a drummer though, so maybe there was a little bit of a disconnect. But um, I don't know if I could have hung in a, a southern marching band because I think there's there's a level of commitment in a southern. Yeah. college marching band that's different from what I had at, at Cal. They haze. Big time. Oh, well, it's like joining well, a fraternity. Yeah. Well, our mar- my marching band was frattier than my fraternity. That That is for sure. There was okay. <laughs> far more far more drinking, debauchery, sex. Ribaldry. Yeah. There was all kind... It was... And I mean, I've, I've seen... I remember while I was in college, other marching bands would get shut down for hazing like i think wisconsin got their marching for the same band reason shut down. frats were getting shut down That's yeah <laughs> and 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 it was like a cautionary tale it's like you better be careful <laughs> but we kept right. a lot of stuff voluntary which i think helped i think yeah. uh so i went to florida state this across the tracks was famu um uh-huh. which they had oh. the marching 100 they were like a they're yeah. basically it in terms of southern you know uh, are they purple no, they're uh, green and orange. Okay. And I think, I think they were in the movie. Yes. They were, as yes, someone. Um, but I think somebody died, really, like, oh, getting shit. hazed on, oh, on yeah, going on the bus or some shit. It, I don't know if they died or were severe, severely hurt. Hospitalized. But, yeah, hospitalized. Yeah. But uh, it got pretty intense for, for those guys. Um, so I can only imagine. Yeah, there yeah. was a, um, I think there was some sort of initiation where, like, if you, in my marching band, where if you wanted, to, it was all student run, so, like, you know, a group of students within the band created all the marching, mm-hmm. um, you know, sequences. Choreography? Yeah, the choreography of it, and then uh, another group within the band organized, arranged the music, and then there was other ones that arranged our travel and all that other stuff. 
Okay. And we, yeah. we did have arranging music and arranging travel. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. And uh, so there was, but if you wanted to be a part of those organizations, there was like, you know, five, you know, you know, uh, organizations that did all those different things. Once you got inducted, you know, your, you and your committee would, you know, it would be encouraged that you share this, you know, fifth of whatever uh, hard liquor. liquor. Yeah. yeah. And if you wanted to be a part of the one that was, you know, under the drum major, so doing all the choreography, I think it was a bottle of 151. Like, Jesus it was like Christ. a fifth of 151 <laughs> was shared between like five or six people. <laughs> it was. Ugh. And I was like, oh, this is why I don't want to do anything more than just play music in this band. <laughs> right. I am all set. Man. 151 was the new guy shot at the store. Yeah, and then it came, yeah, it came back around again when we were at the Hollywood because store. Because it's the most. It was, yeah. Toby would, would be like, dude, mm-hmm. it's time. <laughs> it's been six months. I've learned your name, guy. Now we're going to do 151. <laughs> it was... Man. Did, did, did you guys have initiation stuff at the La Jolla store? No. <laughs> Not at all. It was... Uh... So we're I compared it to uh, junior ROTC to That's actually funny. joining the military um, for color so, guard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there there is some seniority, uh, you know, just like the younger guys had to do grunt work, but that was about it. There was no mm-hmm. like initiation process. I wish there were. I think it would be more of a Bob Hansen's back in uh, San Diego. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh man, he's uh, Bob Hansen was Luke and I's favorite guy because uh, he was one of our connecting pieces when we first met. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. He, he, um, he was a San Diego guy. He went to New York, right? Yeah. Right. Great energy. Puns. Oh, Puns. I'm yeah. sure he I would was love like him too. Ang- angry one-liners. He, <laughs> yes. And he was mad, and he loves wrestling, and he's like he got Bob tattooed right on his sternum here, <laughs> on the top, like under his neck. Wow. It's cool, man. He's great. <laughs> man. Yeah, so he's back in San Diego. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, I miss the I miss all the crazy people that we would see at shows and mics like the our our uh, that the community the scene. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like you know people that kind of just like faded in the background that I don't miss as much, but I do miss like that level of crazy just. In. That's why Facebook's great. I'm still friends with Atelston. <laughs> Atelston Fitzgerald Holder the first, baby. Oh man, I I just saw Scott Kidd at Ross just now, like maybe a couple of hours ago, and I Working. didn't know who he was. And he's like Keith, what blah blah blah. And I was like, I just had a conversation with him, and I was like, I don't know who this is. And then he added me on Instagram. I was like, oh, that was Scott Kidd. Okay. Yeah, it, it's hard because like when you're trying to recognize someone in a mask. Yep. Ideally. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like, am ha- happily surprised that uh, Scott Kidd was wearing a mask. Yes, he was wearing, <laughs> his nose was out though. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, was it? No, I, uh, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> what, but actually, was it? Um, yeah, it was. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't covered all the way. Uh, you know, I wanted to adjust it for him, but you know. Yeah, Keith, what are you looking forward to uh, these days? Man, uh, I got. I'm working on um, just creating shit. I realized over the course of quarantine that uh, a lot of my friends are writers, and 
I've always thought of myself as a writer. I had to write scripts and shit like that. And I was like, oh, no, I'm a creator. I, I create shit and then just give it to work with writers so they can write shit. So I've been working on, like, creating projects. Uh, and so I got, like, two or three that I'm working on. And I'm having a lot of fun, you know, coming Plug up. Your, uh your lifestyle zine. Oh, uh, so, yeah, uh, me and Monterey Martinez uh, made... Uh, Mox Magazine, which is just like, um, think of it like maybe The Office, but in a fashion world. Okay. Um, so I play a, I play the editor in chief, and she plays the creative director. She's we're both like crazy characters, and um, or sounds wacky. Yeah, sounds wacky. Um, Devil wears Prada, <laughs> and she gets our white women out. Okay. Um, I got another show called RSVP, daytime television show for men. So it's like the real, um, <laughs> okay, or yeah. or uh, the View, but for men in the future. Red table uh, talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If women are so it's set in the future where women, um, <laughs> women are the it's breadwinners. It's a tough explain here. Yeah, yeah, and men are at home. So okay. Um, and then right now I'm working on a, a like a podcast. Thing called with warm regards which is um it's it's like a i'm just unpacking emotions in a funny way you know so okay uh, and you, yeah, and, you so, and luke do uh good friends bad people and good friends bad people so yeah, yeah. did you forget something yes <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to plug us on your other podcast it that's okay that's what it's okay. for yeah but uh luke and i also have a show and mm-hmm. it turned into a podcast, and we're on episode nine today. And we just had yeah. uh, Rob that's Smallwood. How, that's on. how this show started. So okay, that's how that's my mo. Right, <laughs> live show, show to podcast turns into a podcast. Yes, yeah. let's just take the audience out of this equation. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Just, yeah, just so us. I, like, I let's make it about yeah, us. Yeah, I'm sick of bombing in front of them. I'll yeah. <laughs> I'll make my little jokes in private and assume they're laughing. Right. Luke, remember that time you got canceled and I had to uh, be you on your show? You guys remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were, uh, yeah. I was this. I was sub, the. Uh, you were yeah, the guest the co-host. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember getting canceled. But... Oh, yeah. Well, we made it into a thing. You got canceled, and uh, yeah, so oh, I had to... <laughs> we had to. We had to come up. Right, we right. Had to, we had to let the audience minute. know while you were. Mike Why Menendez also was a co-host one time, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think uh, Jeff Baldinger was a guest co-host. I've had a okay. oh, couple wow. different people. I thought I was a special. I thought I was. You a, are. You're okay. one of at least four. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wanted to try it with different people, and okay. you know, one of uh, we you're never, one of, I've uh, never done one without you. One hands full of people. Well, that's, that's fair. Yeah, I, I could do it. <laughs> I think it would be interesting have yeah. you guys thought about switching roles and Luke wears the suit and you just chill on the couch. Um, I think we have... Whoa, trippy. We we could do it. We Whoa. Could, maybe that's the first... You know, that'd be weird to do the first one back when we're allowed to do shows in person. I like the two-desk idea. I, yeah. pitched, I pitched that to a, a buddy, like, when we were first, like, in L.A. years and years. I was, like, a talk show, but with two guys at two desks. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So my creator instinct, since I'm not a writer, would be just to record, like, a concept show and, like, yeah. rent out, like... Uh, like a small like the belly room and then you just record it with like two cameras or three the belly room at the comedy store yeah <laughs> and then have your guests have some audience members get some audience shots and then yeah fucking pitch it around see it see who wants to buy it all right 
Well, that let's... sounds great. I'll get I'll get on <laughs> SNL tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Keith, it's been a pleasure seeing you again, and um, uh, everyone should check out all the shows that are happening. Mox Magazine, uh, mm-hmm. the Tell Me the Daytime Talk Show for Men Again. RSVP. RSVP. That's be out soon. With yes. warm regards and with good warm friends, regards. bad people. A lot of things uh, about you that people can check out. So yes. Um, and where can they find you on the socials? At Keith Johnson HQ. Really. Headquarters. Headquarters. Yes. Yep. Uh, always a pleasure, Keith. And uh, yes. we will uh, hopefully next Happy time we see you f- in person. Happy one fiftieth to us. Happy one fiftieth. I'm very proud of y'all. That's a lot of fucking episodes. You guys should be proud of yourself. Thanks Hell very yeah. much, man. And, yeah, uh, man. All right. Bye, everybody. See you, motherfuckers.